Welcome to PIWC Worcester's podcast. Thank you for joining us. We pray that in your time spent with us, you will be blessed and edified even as we grow in faith. Please enjoy and may the Spirit illuminate your hearts. We thank God for another day like this. We commit everybody into the Lord's hand that even as we have gathered at his feet, he will speak to our hearts. We commit our brethren who are watching us on YouTube and other channels also into the Lord's hand that the Holy Spirit will take absolute control so that they will also follow us. Amen. And we thank the leadership for the opportunity that they have given to me to share the word of God with you this morning. We thank Pastor wherever he is. We pray that the Lord will be with him. Amen. Let's share a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we give you praise. We give you honor and adoration and we say, Thou alone art God, the righteous one of Israel. Have your own way in our midst this morning. Speak to our hearts and touch our lives that we will never be the same. We pray in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. This month has been a month that we are talking about walking upon my high places. And I've been given a subtopic, which is walking in contentment. A lot of us, contentment has become like something that is, um, I don't know how to put it, but it's like, um, I like where I am. But in reality, contentment is not like that. Um, contentment is different from complacency. When you are complacent about something, you love where you are, mediocre, mediocre. Wherever you are, whatever you have. But contentment gives you something that comes from the inside. It's, the, it's of the spirit. So if you read Philippians, Paul says, I learn to be content. Let's read our scriptures that were given to us. First, let's read um, Psalm 1833. Psalm 1833 says, He makes my feet like the feet of deer and sets me on my high places. Amen. And the second scripture is Habakkuk 3. 17 to 19. Since though the fig tree may not bosom, nor the fruit be on the vine, though the labor of the olive may, may fail, and the field of the the field will yield no, no food, though the flock may be cut off from the fold. And there will be no hair in the store. 18. 
Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will rejoice in the God of my salvation. And 19, he says, The Lord is my strength, and he will make my feet like the deer's, and he will make me walk on my high hills. And lastly, let's read Philippians 4, 12 to 13. Philippians 4, 12 to 13. So I know how to be abased, and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in everything, I have learned both to be full and to be angry. Hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. Amen. We are talking about contentment. And before, I'll have a little story to share, and I continue from there. There was an early woman who has suffered chronic, chronic, who has chronically suffering from painful illness in her life. So one day, the pastor chose to go and visit this lady. And when the pastor went there, the woman was in a high spirit, praising God, even in, his, in her pain. So the pastor asked her, what has come on you? She just turned and said, see, look, if you look through my window, I look through my window every day and I see a bird, a robin. Who comes there, whether in rain, in storm, this robin will be there singing. And the other bears, you see them when the storm comes, they all run away trying to find somewhere to hide. But this one, he's always there singing. That has given me the encouragement that I should also accept the situation that I'm in and praise God. Hallelujah. So when we look at all these things that is going on in the world, at the moment what we are going through, let's take it from um, March 2019, come in. It has not been easy for anybody. No matter, I don't know what you are going through, but I know that a lot of people are going through a lot of things, and I myself am going through something. But in all, we take time to come and worship God. Wherever we are, we praise God. That is a sign of contentment. No matter what, so somebody defined contentment as this. Contentment is described as being in a state of peaceful happiness. Peaceful happiness. No matter what. In a sense, contentment is absence of worry. Whether that be about who we are, what we have, or what condition is, is in life? No matter what, whatever is going on, you are not the first person to go through that. And you will not be the last person. But in all, we are able, by God on our side, we can go through. But it's not easy as human beings as we are. 
Sometimes when it has not happened to you, you take it light. But there's a secret in that. That's Paul said that I learned. Because it's not something that comes automatically. It's not natural. So you have to learn to live that life. Paul was writing this letter when he was in prison. But he still went ahead and wrote that. You have to learn. Since it doesn't come automatically, that you become a Christian today and tomorrow, oh, whatever comes your way, you can walk through it. No. Because some people even quit when it gets to those situations. So by the grace of God, when we are able to go through it, we give praise to God. Hallelujah. So contentment, we learn. No matter. But one thing about contentment too is that you don't look at the situation, the circumstance, because the circumstance will change. But one thing that you can have is having Jesus Christ. He doesn't change. The Bible says he, he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So he's always there for you. But when you change and you rely on human being, he will not be there forever. In our time, even people are not getting the ages that are the, uh, the, our forefathers had. So if your dad or mom is, has been your this, has been your everything, she can be taken away anytime. And where? That you become discontent as a human being. You become discontent easily because you are not in line with God's word. What brings discontentment in our life is that we don't rely on God's word. When we rely on God's word, we will always be content. Because that's why Paul was able to say that he will supply all my needs. He didn't even say some. Even though. And when we look at Habakkuk, he also said the same thing. But if you read, the, if you study the book of Habakkuk very well, you, in the beginning you see the prophet complaining. He complained till we got to a time that he saw that no, murmuring and complaining will not add to it. It will worsen my situation. It will not let me see the glory of God. So I will accept the situation. Because sometimes, what that we go through, if you want to grow in the Lord, we have to go through that. If you want to get promotion, we have to work for it. We don't just take it, uh, we don't just, I mean, enjoy the sweet part of life and when something change, we also, I mean, change. No, as children of God, we have to stand because our God is able and he will see us through. He didn't bring us this far to punish us. He brought us this far for his glory to be seen. One thing is that when anything that you commit to God's hand and you tell God you want his glory to be seen, I bet you have experienced it and I will tell you it comes true. I remember about three years ago, there were three um, girls that I told, they were, we were praying about marriage and I told them to, everybody to write the reason why he wants to marry. And they all wrote, I still have them. And one of them said that, 
I want to marry that God glory will be seen. And that person is married. That person is married. All of them, what they wrote was good. But the one who added, I want God's glory to be seen, is married now. Because God doesn't want anybody to disgrace him. So anything that he is working it for his glory, it will come to pass. Hallelujah. So as children of God, we should not, I mean, it's like we are living for ourselves. No, we are living for God. The moment that you have that mindset that you want to live for yourself, you will not see the glory of God. Because he shares his glory with no man. So when we give him the chance to rule in our life, we will see his glory. And always I say that, I always say that it's not easy because of our human nature. What we hear from the news, and even when you are mind or your own business, as a child of God, let's say in your, uh, things are not going well, you know it, and you know that your God is able. But the questions that those around you ask you, when is your wedding coming up? When is this coming up? That alone is not easy. You, you're a human being, you sit down and think about that. So all these things will bombard you here and there. And you sometimes even you get confused. Where is that God that we are talking about? But in all, in all, if you will stand at the end, you will see his glory. Amen. And when those things come, and you, like when we are talking about contentment, some people think that, oh, if it's contentment, then I have to work hard and get more. If you don't work hard, you are not going to get more. That's the world philosophy. That's why the Bible tells us that we should renew our mind. Contentment must go with mindset. Because it's not easy in your natural sense. In the natural sense, it's not easy to live that you are, uh, oh, anything that comes my way, I'm content. And you see people driving the BMW S class and all those things. You will not be content. But God in his wisdom, in every particular type, does something different in our lives. So you don't look at somebody's progress. You look at somebody's progress to praise that person. To praise God. Excuse me. To praise God. That God is working in your brother's life. Or your sister's life. But you don't look, I mean, take it as a measurement to measure what you are supposed to get. That we are all Christians, so why? No, God does his things in his own way. I always tell people that even Esau, if he, he would have accepted the situation that God said, hey, you, you are going to serve your brother, your junior brother. So yes, I'm master. Because whether you like it or not, it will come to pass. So if you argue with God, you are disturbing your own life. Because he has said it, and it will come to pass. So no matter what the situation, if God has said it, just accept it and praise him. God does his things in his own time. Nobody pushes him. Sometimes even in our church, we are not content with the church that we are in. And sorting a prophet from other places, 
here and there, chasing this pastor, going after this pastor. Even in our job, the job that we have given to us, we always want to get out of it. It's not that you, do, you don't have to progress, but in God's own time, we take step, one step at a time. At the, at, the point, at the end of the day, God will take you to your destination. Amen. So we shouldn't rush in life. That does not mean we shouldn't work. We should work. But it shouldn't become like a competition. That I'm, comp I'm competing with other people and they are going and I have to do this. Somebody cannot even do, I mean, this calculus that they talk about in school, this person can't do it. But he wants to be a doctor. Because one of his friends wants to be a doctor. So he also wants to be a doctor. But your brain doesn't get that, this thing. So at the end of the day, you get frustrated. But if you let God lead you, they were saying that he is all Shaddai God. He's more than enough, God. If you have him, you have everything. And he will take you to where he wants to take you. And if he's your Lord and master, then you don't tell him what to do. Even if he's anything, you prayed with him. That if he will change his mind. So it's very important that we should know that contentment, the Bible says, godliness and contentment is what? Great gain. So as children of God, we should be content with what the Lord has given us. Amen. A man of God gave a quotation about contentment. And this is it, I quote. He said, contentment is profoundly simple, but incredibly difficult to practice. In culture dominated by distractions such as social media, true contentment can, can seem impossible to achieve. Our joy often smart by discontentment and covetousness. Charles Spurgeon's. Contentment. It seems simple. But it's, it's impossible. It seems impossible to achieve it. Because without Christ, you can't achieve it. And when you have Christ, the El Shaddai God, you can live in contentment. You can walk in contentment. Amen. How can I be content? That's the question. How can I be content? Let's look at what Paul said. I'm reading from another version, I think, the Living Standard. It says, contentment, um, contentment comes when we can earnestly say with Apostle Paul, I know both how to have a little and I know how to have a lot. In any and all circumstances, I have learned the secret of being content. Whether well-fed or hungry, whether in abundance or in need, I am able to do all things through him who strengthened me. 
We can be content through Christ who has strengthened us. As I said, in the natural, it's not easy. Because if we were to go by the word content, we all, uh, I think most of us are Ghanaians here, we have lived in that land. But because we are not content, we rush to come into the green pasture or the, to come for the American dream. So it's not something that is easy. It's a secret that Paul found that it's only through Christ that you can do it. And when even we look at Habakkuk, at the end, at the 19, he says the strength, God will give me the strength to walk in my high places. Because in your own, you can't. So we should all try that even the uh, Christ, the Bible says Christ in us is the hope of glory. Christ in us is the hope of glory. So our strength who cannot let us achieve the contentment that is a godly life that we are supposed to live. So we should rely on our God. The God that has drawn us from darkness into his marvelous light. Sometimes we become Christians and we still want to walk on our own path. And we sometimes even get frustrated. This always gets us frustrated. We have become Christians. We say Jesus is our Lord and Savior. He is our Lord. So we have to follow his steps. But instead of following his steps, we want to do our own thing. Because we are not content with him. If we are content and we know that he has everything, we will stick to him. And we will walk with him. And he, we will see his glory. Because he has never disappointed anybody. He always sees us true. Amen. Contentment is land. It's land, as I said. It is natural, it's naturally not born, born with, born with, and it is also not a gift. It's also not a gift. So we have to learn. God doesn't give us that day is a gift. Take it. No, it's not a, uh, one of the nine that we are all trying to operate in. So it's something that we have to learn. And if you are to learn it, then it's a process that we have to go through to get to where the Lord wants us to be. Amen. Contentment is not denying one's feeling about wanting and desiring what they cannot have. But instead, it is as bit, it's as bit a freedom from being controlled by those feelings. It's not something that we can deny. It's there. It's a feeling. Oh, if I get, if I can get this, I, w I like it. Oh, I desire to get, especially when you get, it gets to marriage, some of them will tell you, I want somebody who is six feet tall. He has this and that and that. Yes. It's a feeling. And you cannot just kill somebody's feeling with, uh, just like that. But in all, those things should not control you. If it, become, if it started controlling you, then you have become discontent. But at the end of the day, if you let God, or you let God, Christ, who is in you, 
rule you and control you, then you can be in that situation, but at the end of the day, you will come out successfully. Amen. Contentment isn't pretending things are right when they are not. But instead, it's a, it, it displays the peace that comes from knowing that God is bigger than your problem. It's knowing that God is bigger than you. You, you, you can yes, we are human beings, we pretend, especially Christians, the hypocrisy is too big. We have to cut it. We can pretend. Sometimes you hear some testimony and you were there when those things happen. And they get opportunity to hold the mic and they will paint it differently. You, you are there and you said, oh, yes, what is this? We can pretend. But if you know that no matter what, God is bigger than our problem, he will see us through. Amen. Contentment is not based on external circumstances, but rather on internal source. It comes from internal. Christ dwells in us. He gave us the strength to be content with all that we are going through. But at the end of the day, when we shift our eyes from God or Christ, we become discontent and we, we become miserable. We look down upon our own selves and we cannot even move forward. But when we are content from within, contentment is a spiritual something. And when you practice it, when you learn it and you get hold of it, nothing bothers you in this world. Because wherever you are, you know your God will see you through. Hallelujah. Contentment is a matter of accepting from God's hand what he has sent. He has sent because we know that he is good God and he wants to give good gifts to his children. Contentment is from above. So when we have Christ in us, we should be able to be content. Because all that, if you look at... Uh, some, our, one of our local sons is Yes, if you have Christ and you have everything, so what is the complaint? You are the one singing that song. That if I have Christ, I have everything. So what is the complaint? The situation that you are in, can't he see you through? What you are going through, can't he, I mean, deliver you? The moment that you say those words, it means you believe in those words. So see to it that those words work for you. It's not the pastor that makes the difference. It's the anointing who is Christ that makes the difference. It's the anointing upon your life that makes the difference. It's not what you are going through. Amen.
What is the secret of contentment? Those things we expect to bring contempt surprisingly do not. Those things, oh, if I get a nice mansion, I will be fine. You get a, a nice mansion and you are looking for a nice car. Oh, when, even when I, get, when I get married, I will be okay. He gets married and she is not giving birth and it also become another situation. So in the, the economist will tell you that human wants are inevitable. We cannot get all that we want. But with Christ in our life, or Christ who strengthens us, we can do all these things. Hallelujah. We can go through all these things. Even sometimes you may need that thing, but God in his own wisdom will blind you and you will not even think about it. Because he controls the affairs of men. No matter anything that you need is in his hand. But he knows the time, the best time to give it to you. So we should always rely on our God. Amen. The secrets in contentment, one, our mindset, as we read Romans 12, 2, it says we should renew our mind. When we are able to renew our mind by the word of God and we are in line with God's word, God, we will not be, I mean, running here and there, asking the, uh, the, the supervisor, trying to be the supervisor's friend because of overtime. Because we are not content with what we, are, we have. But after all this overtime, still when we go to our distant bank accounts, it's still the same. Because the more you get, the more you spend. But when God is in control, the more that you get, you can live on and worship God faithfully and be what God wants you to be. I do over time. I even do double sometimes. But in all, it doesn't get you to where you want to be. It's only God that can get you to where you want to be. Hallelujah. So we should concentrate on God. We should let everything be God. And at the end, we will see his glory. Amen. Two, we should let go of the past. Some of us, we are holding on to the past too much. Some people even will say that, oh, even when I was in the world, I was better off. Oh, boy, you are not. You weren't. Oh, yes, because we don't forget about the past. Even Paul said, if he wants to attain what he wants to get, he has to forget about the past. Even whether it was good or bad, he wants to forget it. Because God, our God is not a past tense God. He's a present God. He's always there for us. So why should I rely on yesterday's banku? No, I should look at for today's fufu, which is ahead of me. Hallelujah. So we shouldn't rely on something. We should let some things go. 
Some people, I mean, I don't know, you, you step on their feet for a day. Hmm. You get it. It will take years. But that same person has also done something to somebody and he wants God to forgive him or her. But let's, I mean, let's practice Christianity than reading Christianity. Yes, some of us, we don't practice, we just read it. We read it from the Bible and that's it. We don't practice it, what we read. But we should practice what we read. And it will help us to be the good Christians that God wants us to be. Hallelujah. So Paul said, uh, if you look at Philippians 3.13, so we can, sorry, I don't consider myself to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind behind me and I mean reaching forward to what is ahead. There's a lot ahead of us that we all want to get to. But because we are relying on our past because I was supposed to get this and they didn't give it to me. And so even when they call me for another uh, interview, I won't go. We are still relying on the past. Our God and change things within a twinkling of an eye. So if you are to rely on the past, you will move forward. I was listening to a, a, a documentary and the, one of the ladies said, because my, my dad raped me when I was young, I'm not get, going to get married. So he has taken that rape as something that will not let her, it, it will not let, let her move forward. So we, sometimes you have to let all these things go. It's, emotion, it's not easy. But sometimes you have to let it go. Find ways and means to get it, let it go. And you see the glory of God. Because God wants us to forgive. And since it's part of his uh, this thing, word, he wants to see that it comes true. At the end of the day, his glory must be seen. Amen. And the third one, living on day, living one day at a time. Paul said in Philippians 4.19, And my God will supply all your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. We are, since God will supply all our needs, that's the secret that will not let us walk in discontentment, but walk in contentment because he will supply our needs according to his glory in Christ Jesus. So if you know the supplier, why are you worried? And the supplier is not wicked as we are. He is willing to give it out any time that we ask. So why should we, I mean, be discontent? Because discontent normally leads us to covetousness. And covetousness is sin. So we will always be, we will always be separate from God because of sin. And we want to be in his presence because in his presence there's fullness of joy. And that joy is our strength to go through life. 
So when we separate ourselves from God, we do everything on our own. We use our own strength and we don't see his glory. And Christianity becomes sour. We don't enjoy Christianity. We see it something like a burden. If I don't go to church on Sunday, no, you have to relax if you know the God that you are worshiping. If you know the Father that you have, he's a good God. And he's, he always wants to bless his children. So we should know, for us to get ourselves out of this situation, we should always live one day at a time. And the last but not the least, find efficiency in Christ. Sufficiency, sorry. Find sufficiency in Christ. And Philippians 4.13 tells us, I am able to do all things through him who strengthens me. I mean, that alone, even if you don't take anything home today, take only that scripture home. That no matter what the situation that you are in, no matter what is ahead of you, no matter what you are going through, because Christ, because Paul said that he can live a base and abound in all, and then he come and end it on 13. Because of who? Christ who strengthened him. That's why he's able to do what he is doing. So for us to walk in contentment, we have to have this scripture as our basis. And always looking unto Christ. That he is there. Because he's in us, we can do all things through him that strengthens us. So that if you are not able to do it, then it means you are not a Christian. We are learning it, and we can get there because he is strengthening us. Amen. In conclusion, it's also a quote that I find is somewhere. Contentment has learned lesson that Jesus is enough. If you know Jesus, you have a God who hears you. The power of love behind you, the Holy Spirit within you, and all of heaven ahead of you. If you have Jesus, you have grace for every sin. Direction for every turn. A candle for every corner. And an anchor of uh, an anchor for storm. You have everything you need. Amen. And God bless you. stand and then thank God for his word that has come to us this morning. Let us begin to pray and thank God for such a word that has come to you and to me, Father, in the name of Jesus. We are so grateful. We are so thankful unto you this morning. We thank you, O oh Lord. We thank you, King of Kings. We thank you, O oh Lord. 
that in all things we shall be satisfied with what you have given us. We thank you, O Lord. We thank you, O Jehovah, that we should walk in contentment. We shouldn't walk in complacency. Uh, we shouldn't be comfortable uh, with our lives, but we should be satisfied with what comes to us at any point in our lives. We thank you, O Lord. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you, O Lord. 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 Deeper Katayabore Katayabara. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. Deeper Katayabore Katayabara. Yeah, throw back, uh, give us uh, Philippians chapter 4, 12, and 13. Yeah, we are going back to the same scripture. Philippians chapter 4. I know how to be abased, and I know how to be abound. Everywhere in all things, in all circumstances, I have learned. <laughs> I wasn't born with it, I learned it. Both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. And the verse 13, and it said, Oh, wow. So is it magic? No, no, it's not magic. So this is the secret. Verse 13. I can do all things through who Christ that strengthened me. We are going to pray unto God that He will strengthen us. That no matter the adversity, no matter the circumstance, no matter where we find ourselves. Yes, he will supply. <laughs> I was sitting here, I said, yeah. The strengthening means he's the supplier. He will supply you with what it takes, what you need to go through that situation. We are praying unto God that he will strengthen us. He will, we are praying unto God that all that we will need, he will supply us. Begin to pray unto Lord, unto him. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray unto you this morning, O Lord, uh, that you will strengthen us, that you will strengthen us, O Lord. You will strengthen us, O Lord, to be content, O Lord, to be content, O Lord. We pray that you will strengthen us, O Lord, uh, to be content, O Lord, with what we have, O Lord, with what we have, O Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, O Lord, we call unto you, O Lord, this morning, O Lord, that you will strengthen us, O Lord, that you will quicken us, O Lord, uh, that you will strengthen us, O Lord, that you will quicken us, O Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray that you will strengthen us, O Lord. We pray that you will supply us with what it takes, O Lord. What we need, O Lord, uh, to be content, O Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, O Lord. Let the strength, O Lord, be released, O Lord. Let the strength, O Lord, be given unto us, O Lord. Let the strength, O Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, O Lord. Father, strengthen us, O Lord. To be able to walk in contentment, O Lord, in all circumstances, O Lord, in all circumstances, O Lord, there's strength to walk in contentment, O Lord, in all circumstances, O Lord, there's strength to walk in contentment, O Lord, in all circumstances, O Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, O Lord.
have learned? Uh, can we learn? Do we have a teachable spirit and heart? And even as we learn, the Bible says God wanted them to learn something. <laughs> and it took them 40 years to learn this one thing. <laughs> Are we able to learn the things that he's teaching us? Isaiah chapter 11 verse 2 and 3 says, I'll strengthen you by my spirit. I will give you my spirit. And my spirit that will give you is the spirit of understanding and the spirit of also quick understanding. So the things that we are learning, are we able to get it? Paul said, I learn it. We are praying unto God this morning. That understanding, when we are learning, going through the process, he wants us to learn something. We are praying that he will give us that quick understanding spirit that we will learn it. And then walk through it. Begin to pray unto the Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, the spirit of understanding, O oh Lord, the spirit, O oh Lord, that will give us quick understanding, O oh Lord. As we are learning, O oh Lord, to go through, O oh Lord, to go through, O oh Lord, our content, what, O oh Lord, is content. Father, we pray unto you, O oh Lord, that release, O oh Lord, that release, O oh Lord, in the name of Jesus, O oh Lord. That spirit, O oh Lord, that spirit of understanding, O oh Lord, that spirit of quick understanding, O oh Lord, quick understanding, O oh Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, O oh Lord, in the name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus, Hallelujah. Mention something in Philippians chapter three, verse thirteen. He said, uh, "Said this one thing that I do." Uh, the past achievement, the past successes, the past offenses, the past, all this past, they are, they are weights. <laughs> and they are going to slow you down. This example is this. Do you know, uh, do we call it space shuttle? That thing that go up and as it goes, it, it gets to a point and it slows down. Walking in my high places, it gets to a point and it slows down and you will see that at some point it will try to disengage certain gadgets to allow it to go we are breaking all these past offenses achievement complacencies uh, all this bitterness of the past disappointment today we are breaking it and we are shutting the door to our past to enable us to go up to enable us to walk in our high places begin to pray in the mighty name of jesus yes the sins that easily beset us and the weight the past is may not be a sin but it's a weight that is slowing you down in the mighty name of jesus we pray it in the name of jesus the past achievement successes offenses betrayal rejection we break them in the name of jesus and we close that door, the door to our past. We shut it in the name of Jesus. We shut it in the mighty name of Jesus. We shut it. 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 We disengage ourselves from the past. We disengage ourselves from the past. We disconnect ourselves from the past. In the name of Jesus, and let the door to our future be open before us. Let the door to our future be open before us. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, Hallelujah. Put on the
but this time I don't need New King James. I, I need King James, KJV. Mentioned that here, you study Habakkuk and all about complaints. And at some point, the verse, the chapter, the chapter four, he shifted from complaining to praising God and walking in joy. What was the secret? The answer is not there. It's in Joel chapter one, verse 12. He mentioned us, who? Because Joel chapter one, exactly. The vine is dried up. The fig tree language, the pomegranate tree, the palm trees also, and the apple tree, even all the trees of the field are withered. Nothing is working. Why? Because the joy is withered away from the sons of men. So nothing is working. Why? Because joy is withered. The joy of the Lord is your strength. So the joy is withered. That is why nothing is working. We are praying unto God that he will engulf us with the spirit of joy one more time. Yeah, is it in Isaiah chapter 61 or yeah, it says, and, and he will lift the heaviness and then the spirit of joy and gladness will come upon you. Let the spirit of joy that come from the Lord come upon us afresh. Begin to pray that the spirit of joy will come upon us afresh. Habakkuk said, yes, I will walk in joy. I will praise him. I will praise him. I will walk in joy. For the joy of the Lord is my strength. Therefore, I will go forward. Let that joy engulf us this morning. Let the joy of the Lord, that is our strength, come upon us afresh. Let that joy come upon us afresh. In the mighty name of Jesus, let that joy come upon us afresh. Let that joy, O oh Lord, come upon us, O oh Lord. Let the spirit of gladness, O oh Lord, come upon us. Let the spirit of gladness, O oh Lord, joy, O oh Lord, come upon us, O oh Lord. Let the mountain come upon us, O oh Lord. Let the spirit come upon us, O oh Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus, O oh Lord. In the name of Jesus. Says one is riding in Mercedes and maybe another Bentley and maybe use a car small that you desire that even if you don't take care, uh, you may walk in covetousness. Uh, uh, Job chapter 14, verse 14 said, It is all about divine timing. My time is gonna come. Yes, we are praying. If a man dies, shall he live again? All the days of my appointed time, I will wait. I will wait till my change, the change that I desire, I will wait till that change will come. We are praying unto God, the grace to wait. Can you wait? Ah, yeah, there's a divine timing for everything. The Bible says, and all that uh, Joseph went through, his time came. We are praying that we need that grace. Uh, we need it come from God. Said it is Christ that strengthened me. That strength to wait upon Him till our time comes. Pray unto Him, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, O Lord. Let it come, O Lord. Ah, uh, the great to wait, O Lord, for divine timing, O Lord, for our appointed time, O Lord, for our change to come, O Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, O Lord, how we pray unto You this morning, O Lord. Jesus, oh Lord. Father, we pray, O oh Lord. We pray unto you, O oh Lord. We 
chapter 37, verse 27, verse 27. A similar one, we don't have time. Genesis 37, verse 27. And he came near and Gen come, let us sell him to the Ishmaelite, and let not our hand be upon him. For he is our brother and our flesh, and his brethren were content. <laughs> so it's not every contentment that is godly. Godliness with contentment is a what? He mentioned what? Uh, envy, uh, jealousy, and the other one, covetousness. Uh, the coat of many colors, you have it and I don't have it. So this conspiracy, the Bible says, and after that, they were content. Evil what? Contentment. We are breaking evil contentment. Yes. yes. Is it jealousy? Is it envy? Is it whatever that is? That is what breeding evil contentment. The Bible says, and all the people were content that they should crucify Jesus Christ. Mark 15, 15. Begin to pray. Evil contentment that is breeding in your home. Evil contentment that is breeding in this house. Evil contentment that is breeding all around us. Today, we break it in the mighty name of Jesus. It will not, it will not continue. It will not, we break it to a closure. It will not manifest. It will not manifest. Today, we command that evil contentment to die. It's going down in the mighty name of Jesus. Let that evil contentment uh, be destroyed. Be destroyed in the name of Jesus. They kill it in the name of Jesus. Paul said, I know how to how to manage my highs. And my lows too, I know how to manage. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence. So when your faith brings the highs. Do you have what it takes to manage it? Says, I know how to manage. Go to an aunt. When the highs come, an aunt knows how to manage the highs. Prosperity. Uh -huh. The wisdom to manage our highs. We are praying for it. And the strength, when we go also low, the famine was in Egypt. And the famine was very sore. But it's not everybody that was walking in, that, walking in famine. Somewhere in highs. And they continue to be in high. The wisdom to what? To save. The wisdom to give. The wisdom to know what to do when you are in your highs. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, grant us such wisdom. That Paul knows how to what? Walk in abundance. When abundance comes, he knows what to do. And when he goes in low season farming, he also knows what to do. Father, grant us that grace. It was upon Paul. It was upon Joseph. Yet even the ant, you planted that wisdom in ant. That little insect, you planted it in ant. Father, we pray, O oh Lord, that give us, grant us, O oh Lord, that wisdom to know how to what? Walk in abundance. And we know, O oh Lord, how to also walk, O oh Lord, also in the lows. Our last prayer and then I hand over. Father, let your glory manifest. Oh, manifest your glory. Your promises that are yea in and amen in the Lord. Let them be manifest in our lives. Manifest your glory, O Lord. Those seeking for life partners. The Bible says, and, 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 and Isaac, Isaac saw Rebecca, and he loved her, and he was comforted. 
So comfort doesn't come from only the Holy Ghost. It comes from certain areas also. Uh, the woman receives comfort, the man receives comfort. The singles among us, the knees, Father, we pray, O oh Lord. Manifest your glory. Let your glory be seen this morning. Let your glory be seen this morning, O Lord. In our midst, O Lord. Manifest your glory, O Lord. In our lives, O Lord. Manifest your glory, O Lord. The child bearing, O Lord. Let your glory be seen, O Lord. We unlock, O Lord, the wounds. Let the wounds be unlocked. Let the purpose be unlocked. Let the marriage be unlocked. Healing, O Lord. satisfaction we thank you oh lord that you have learned us oh lord help us to learn to go through the process of contentment we are so glad there's vessel that you use to declare your word may the vessel also be strengthened may all be strengthened in jesus name amen Thank you once again for joining us. We pray that you were blessed. Click on the other episodes to continue on this journey with us. Don't forget to share and follow this podcast. God bless you.